This week's episode is brought to you by Grand Projects. Things that can last a long time and usually take a lot of work. Grand Projects are usually leading to something awesome. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge. Grand Projects. Strap in, everybody. This is going to be a fun month. Hey everybody, welcome to Nexus at Night. If you want to describe this podcast in two words, it's fucking idiots. I'm Atlas. I'm Matt. I'm Root Beer. And I'm James. Oh man, so uh, we have a kind of an interesting prospect for everybody. The next four weeks of your amazing lives are going to be made amazinger by the fact that we're doing basically a four-part episode uh, covering... All three gifts again, and how it's affecting the meta now. Because about a year ago, we had uh, two episodes about Protect and Excel, and how they weren't doing so well, or how they were doing great and how they weren't doing so well, respectively. And now we're going to revisit that uh, topic, and we've brought Mr. James to help us with that. Uh, And then at the end of it, we're going to reveal that project that I mentioned a a few weeks ago that I was working on. And I'm going to plug it super hard for you guys, and I hope you don't listen. So, yeah. Uh, why don't we get started on this? What project is this? I don't even know about this. Oh, you'll, you'll find out. Uh, get ready for the multi-hour meta discussion of Doom. As, <laughs> <laughs> as Rupier called it. The multi-hour meta discussion of Doom. And then I see... You're welcome. Yes, the best fucking title ever. Um... So, I think we can all agree that as of this, the Phantasmal Steed set, uh, Protect ain't doing so well anymore. No. It hasn't been doing well in, like, multiple sets. When's yeah. the, what was the last Protect deck that people were like, hey, yeah, this is good? Grand uh, Blue for, like, all of two weeks. That's true. There's... And then, like, OTT was, like, almost good when it got the Sekiomi stuff? Yeah. But then, like, even as far back as, like, uh, Dueling Dragons, I forgot what it was actually called now, but even back then, like, Protect was already kind of on a downward trend because... Do you mean, uh, Zan- are you referring to Maru? Uh, Zanbaku? Zangeki? Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, Zanbaku, the original. Like, was Zanbaku... Yeah, the original. Zanbaku was, like, manageable if your name was Angel Feather. Um, yeah. But, like, but then, like, Shuyuki kind of, like, dethroned them but like they were still kind of around and then like once like the gift twos and bermudas hit that's where like everything went downwards for protect and jet overall yeah so yeah after yeah i think bermuda and the, i think the gift twos are in the bermuda kind of really the breaking point of because like you still saw a ton of angel feather prior to that mm-hmm. yeah it was like it, it was like shuyuki definitely sucked and stuff like that, but you could still kind of, like, because Shuyuki is worth, like, maybe a good, like, three to four cards on its own, but healing is also worth, like, a good, maybe, like, three to four cards on its own. On top of that, healing, and uh, if you take a damage, you can get uh, a damage trigger off that, which would further increase the amount of cards you saved. On top of that, you can play, you kind of play around Zambaku locking, which is a big part of their game plan, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of the, uh, <laughs> the, I think the last time Protect I thought was really good. I thought OTT was the best it's been recently. 
uh, with the Sukiyomi stuff. Sukiyomi can just sack into this into this game, you know, this game state where they, you know, maybe luckily soul charge or set up a soul charge of a uh, a grade of another Sukiyomi piece and can immediately stack a double crit like on grade three ride. That's if you get lucky, though. Right, but you do have to get a bit lucky for that. And the other one is you can play Mega Colony, which requires you to mill a zero off of the axe skill on Gunning Colio, which is also getting lucky. Yeah. And then, I think you mentioned also that Dark Irregulars could kind of get there because they can just sometimes end games with hard legs. Mm Mm-hmm. But they're just, like, not fast enough. Yeah, Dark Irregulars is pretty good as well. It's sometimes fast enough, but again, it requires lo- drawing lots of uh, redundant pieces. I mean, the good thing about the the new DI stuff is that all of it is you're just searching what you want to soul charge instead of going like, come on, big money on your... You know, it's just like, grab three copies of a thing, put it in soul. Great, there it is. Like, Yeah, Brufus is super good, and NLK obviously is still fantastic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's hard to say, because I, I remember, like, when Protect first came out, we were all like, hey, yeah, Protect seems really whatever, not mm-hmm. sure how these gifts are going to be, and the Protect clans were all just absurd at the start. Like, yeah. I, I, I do have my opinions on, like, why this is, but it kind of ha- involves all the clans, and it's mostly, like, Bushiroad's philosophy of design for each clan. Mm-hmm. And I feel like their shift in philosophy is what really, like, killed Protect in many, many ways. The... The opening of the game, the first wave of everything, you had, in general, more Force Clans getting supported. And Mm -hmm. uh, Force Clans are the majority of all the gift types. It's 10, 8 Excel, and 6 Protect. So, you have a, like, you know, early in the game's history, you had a better chance of uh, doing well with Protect than you did any other clan because you would most likely run into a Force deck, especially something like Kagero or Royals, where uh, it was just, you know, you had TDs, you had a bunch of new people joining the game, it was just something that, uh, you know, people would do, and then, like we said before, Excel was kind of butt at the beginning, (laughs) Uh, so you were less likely to run with that, so Protect just had a good landscape for itself. Mm Mm-hmm. And then also, this is something we're going to bring up a lot over the course of this discussion, but the game was just slower back then, too. Like most games didn't... You didn't really get into the end game until your second grade 3 ride, so as a Protect deck, you had time to kind of slow the pace down, build up to your finisher, and then end things with one really big turn. Whereas now, a lot of decks are starting to go off as soon as they hit grade 3, and a lot of Protect decks are still kind of riding on dra- uh, dragging the game out. Which is well, I-, I think it's not so much that like Protect decks uh, back in the day needed the time to slow it down. It's just mm-hmm. that their tools for slowing it down were better back then because mm-hmm. uh, the other decks kind of like, they they got their, well, Excel decks, like Excel decks always got the, got the wheel rolling early on, especially mm-hmm. like earlier in the meta because back then their mid and late game was like near non-existent for most of them mm-hmm. uh but like uh so pretty much like pretty much if you think of it as like an arms race between defensive tools to protect and offensive tools of excel back then it was just like the defensive tools to protect were just insane compared to the offensive tools of the other decks 
But now it's kind of shifted. Now the tools are so much stronger for dealing with protect compared to before, and that in turn has increased the pace of the meta. Mm-hmm. It like so. I think there's so many different combinations of problems here, right? Yeah. Because in one sense, in one sense, you were you would uh, want to increase the pace of the game in order to make protect less good, but it feels like we've gone really, really far. Is what is kind of I think the uh, other other part. And something we'll get yeah. into later is like the how to speed up meta versus how to slow down a meta, and it's slowing down meta. Spoiler alert is kind of a hard thing to do in most cases. Bushiroad right. also tends to overcorrect when it comes to something being a problem. Like, uh, a good example is this last ban list, where they they banned Ichikoshima um, that they had just released like a month and a half before. And then they undercorrected in other ways, like only hitting Kirf and... Uh, that was kind of it. It feels like they, it's either like a tiptoe or a stomp. There's no walking going yeah. on. And I think that kind of applies to like the way they've been making protect decks too. Like recently, a lot of the protect decks have been kind of questionable in terms of their support. Please. <laughs> <laughs> I Go. think too. Uh, it's also that like. Other clans have been getting much more like of ways to get advantage. So mm-hmm. like, yes. it's come to the point where protect clans need like some surefire way to win the game. Like, yeah. they need like like hard legs is basically a surefire way to win the game because your opponent just can't feasibly call three cards to guard every time. Yeah, no, no one has a... in standard. Nobody sees that many cards in a game. Right, like you don't have fifteen card hands. Like, <laughs> what's going on? And you know, and the antlion from Mega Colony can be literally unguardable. You literally cannot call cards to guard it if you if they mill that zero. Because it's antlion plus Droning Colio hits a zero. No, plus uh, plus the the grade one uh, a phantom black, phantom black. Yeah, your opponent just literally cannot call cards to guard. Because I, so, I, I know uh, Antline blocks Sentinels, and f- what does Phantom Black do? Blocks normal Phantom units? Phantom Black says you can only guard with zeros. Yeah, so it, only, it blocks normal units. Got it. So like, if you mill the zero, you block everything. Got it. Like, with something like Angel Feather, uh, Feather Palace has been like known as one of the best finishers in the past. Mm-hmm. But now there actually exists a certain Excel deck that can generate so much advantage that they can guard two to three Feather Palaces and not care. I've done this before with that deck. <laughs> we'll get to that or in the like, next episode. <laughs> or a different Excel deck can also just guard it, but they, but they kill you fast, and then they wipe your board. Yeah. But I, I, I kind of want to bring it up, and this is what I was kind of talking about, like some of the math I did for uh, Silverthorn. Just kind of want to bring it up here while we're on the topic of card advantage. Okay. Compared to any Protect deck, Silverthorn generates more card advantage over the course of two turns than any of them, as well as has the highest grade three consistency of riding their main game three in the entire game. That is I very, mean, very true. And I don't want to like, get too I'll go much... More in, I'll get more into the math a bit later on like how many top, how many cards on the top of your deck you're actually checking for Lugie, uh, but I'll get to that later. Yeah, and we'll, we'll talk a lot more about that clan later too. Mm-hmm. Just in general. <laughs> Look, yeah. I just I want to say, I'm not 
mad about it. I love Pale Moon. But, uh... I mean... You play Golden Beast Tamer. I, I, <laughs> I play both, thank you very much. So, I think, like, the best Protect deck right now might be DI. Yeah. Uh, it's, I, it's DI, and then... I don't even know what the second best one is. I think there's just a big gap after DI. Maybe, maybe Grand Blue, possibly. Like it's. I don't think it's Grand Blue. I think you got a better option. (laughs) Nubatama, maybe. Although that set did did just come out, so we're not really. Nubatama stuff actually looks like okay, to be honest. Yeah, it looks fine, but it hasn't done much yet. But there's like some typhoons going on, so it's hard to uh, hard to you know take that meaning. Yeah. Like looking at the looking at the new Atama cards, that VR combined with some of its other stuff it has can pretty much like probably like re- like remove cards from your opponent about the, at the same rate of uh, Huga to an extent. Yeah, mm-hmm. if you have like the right setup, you can keep doing that every turn. I mean, it's basically like wipe the board, right? Yeah, it's kind of like a weaker Huga. The the thing with Nuvatama and Brufus is that. Uh, both are cards that can, like we were saying, just you can win the game outright, but it also are, they're both cards that you can sit on. Um, because getting a perfect guard versus getting just a card off of, like, like you would with Excel 2 is very different in that mm-hmm. the perfect guard helps you not lose, whereas the drawing a card possibly could help you win. And there's a difference. Um, so that means that with more decks, you know, competing in this arms race for winning faster, that means there are less cards to go around when you're trying to not die. So a perfect guard essentially becomes half a card in card advantage because you have to discard for it. So that means that uh, protect decks are riding less than they were at the beginning of the game's history. Like early in the early in the V series anime, you had people go, like you had them riding two to three times a game, and it seems like in these you know more recent episodes, it's maybe twice if at all. Um, <laughs> so I'm thinking that the great three bosses that can do stuff uh, and that you can just sit on are going to have an easier time than something like Gunning Colio, who has a skill that you have to constantly be rewriting in order to really put pressure on the opponent. Yeah, I've not really yeah. had a problem with the rewriting aspect of Man Colony, only because the deck has like 8,000 ways to find great threes out of your deck. Got a point there. Mm-hmm. Like, the cool. great two Mantis guy, I think is just like one of the best cards in the deck. But there was a time during Zanbaku where like having to rewrite constantly became a problem because you couldn't, and Angel Feather only survived because they could superior ride. Yeah. Uh, to add on to the whole rewriting thing, to be very honest, uh, even like playing Angel Feather now in like this current meta for some reason, mm-hmm. uh, it, I still don't find it that hard to re-ride either. I'm always like generally consistently getting a grade three. I want to re-ride in general because I guess one thing that I, I, I definitely like praise about Boost Road's design early on in the series uh, is that every single Protect Clan, except for like maybe like Nubatama had, like, a decent way to... Uh, Nobutama and Grand Blue had, like, a decent way of, like, either gaining some kind of card advantage to their hand or, like, directly adding grade 3s or finding grade 3s somehow. So even though, like, Protect had to constantly rewrite, mm-hmm. uh, they were, like, the clans that were best at doing it because they generated the most resources or had the best ways of picking it out from their deck. And I still think that they're still really good at it. 
the problem is is that um like you said the game pace is too fast so you get less benefits off your vanguards because you can rewrite less you get less gifts and of course uh protect one gifts are one-time use and protect two is completely gutted by everything else um we'll get to that in a second <laughs> and, and but the other thing is like before i think like even back in the day they created a lot of ex- mostly like excel vanguards and some uh Force Vanguard that you can just sit on. And I think that was very good design because compared to Protect decks, those decks had far less ways of getting the grade threes they needed into their hand. They had far less ways to draw, far less ways to be consistent. Therefore, giving making it so that they only have to write grade three once and get the benefit, the maximum benefit, made sense because they're just overall less consistent at doing that versus Protect, which uh, was much better at it. The problem is Protect is still doing that, but now the tables have completely turned so that Excel decks and protect uh, and Force decks have a lot of ways to get the grade threes they want. So now not only do they have grade threes that they can just sit on, they can constantly rewrite and keep getting gifts too, and not really care. Mm. So I think uh, Murkumo, like for Mur- uh, I guess I don't want to talk too much about it, but uh, the I, I don't find a lot of games where I'm rewriting a lot when I'm playing the Excel decks. The games where I'm rewriting a lot, I'm usually playing a protect deck, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it depends. At least from my experience, because I, for Excel, I'm mostly been playing Silverthorn. Silverthorn can rewrite right. like it's nothing, because some cards are like straight up kind of busted in that deck. Uh, Dorian yeah. Lukier combo is a thing. It's gross. Uh, <laughs> but it, it's kind of like for uh, like even in like Kumo, you're doing at least a degree of deck thinning, calling stuff from your deck. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're at least um, uh, you're at least like you know you're get you when you rewrite onto Excel, you're at least drawing cards, so. It incentivizes you to rewrite versus before rewriting is just a minus one, and that means one less rearguard you can attack with. Mm-hmm. Now yeah. it's like if you can rewrite, that's like great. Now I think like at, we're we're at the point where like what Atlas mentioned about like protect the protect one gifts like letting you stay alive a little bit longer, but not actually in any way progressing you to a point where you can win the game by like by the nature of the gift, is pretty rough. Like, it it was great to start, because, like, a lot of people didn't have, like, good ways to end the game. And then, like, you so... Oh. uh, And then, so you could, like... You could rewrite Imperial Daughter three times. Like, what are they gonna do? (laughs) (laughs) Like, you're just like, alright, I'm gonna keep slamming this card, and eventually, you will run out... You will run out of ways to, uh... Of, to guard this shit, eventually, or like, and mm-hmm. that was even true for a lot of the early guard restrict. It just you would eventually run out of ways to guard it if you weren't yeah. playing a protect deck, or even if you, especially, sorry, even if you were, it doesn't matter. <laughs> so one question I had, and it was something I was thinking about, like, would protect one be better if it was just a one card PG and you didn't have to discard for it anymore? Objectively, obviously, yes. <laughs> I mean, obviously, there's no would it, would it be good enough? Is yeah. like, let's say let's ask that question, right? Like, so would it be good enough if your PGs were one card P- or were like PGs with no discard cost? Uh huh. Yeah. I because because even playing like some Force Clans online re- on on like Vanguard DX uh, ranked recently, like I've been able to smush through some Matter Protects. Like, even playing, like, DP, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, nice three protect gifts you got. Oh, look, you have zero. 
<laughs> yeah. So I think it would be a pretty substantial change, yeah. At yeah. the same time, though, like Bushiroad's decision for how they put certain clans uh, at certain gifts also had to do with discarding. So, like, Grand Blue in particular is what I think of, where they go, you can curate your drop zone by discarding for the protect gifts. Yeah, sure. You did it. but So, like, having it become a one-card PG uh, is different, and would probably, like, Bushiroad is one of those game design companies where they lean a little bit too hard on aesthetic philosophy. When it comes to card design, <laughs> uh, what's, the, what's the aesthetic philosophy for OTT getting rid of their cards? Uh, they're they're not. It's just no, no. It's the aesthetic philosophy of protect gifts is that they're an extra card in the hand. That's the point. Mm-hmm. That that's why. Like OTT cares about cards in the hand. Angel feather. It just makes sense aesthetically. Uh, Di Nubatama and Meta Colony. I don't know. <laughs> they were just like, <laughs> ah, fuck it, whatever. Like, Meta Colony, I guess, like, I guess to uh, complete that kind of three-nation three trifecta, where you had an Excel, a Force, and a Protect, but... No, I, I actually think part it's of pretty the... good in Meta Colony. Like, it's yeah. nice. Well, I think part of their decision to put certain clans into certain gifts is also their play style. Like, DI, you need to build up soul for your finisher, so they figured, you're gonna take time to build up soul, you need something to defend yourself. Yeah. And then Mega Colony was always seen as kind of a slower clan because of the stunning, so... And then also and yeah, Link Joker as Force. Protect. <laughs> and yeah. then they have Link Joker as Force, and everyone was just kind of like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, they, got, they got rid of locking, which is like a huge improvement over, uh, over yeah, the previous Now they one. use locked, like, what, plus and restand shit? Yeah. I mean... Which is it's, less a, it's less oppressive to game design than how Locke was before. Well, Locke before was a giant... I mean, it was, like, not busted, but it was un, it was r- kind of ridiculous for some clans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's um, like, it just hurt design. But, like, ima- imagine if they had kept Locke and also kept Protect and made Link Joker Protect. Imagine how infuriating that would be. I have one uh, attack so- this turn. Okay, PG. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, you're exactly right. Yeah. Um... <laughs> I think they made it force on purpose for that reason, just so they go, we're getting rid of Locke in every way possible. Yeah, yeah basically. Okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 attacks anyway. Um, yeah. So, well, I guess... We, we, we did something similar to this, where uh, a few weeks ago on the 3rd, on October 3rd, we tweeted, 24 clans in Vanguard, 8 Excel, 10 Force, 6 Protect. Let's say you could redo the gift assignments. What would you change so you have an even 8-8-8 split? Um, And then you had some uh, example. Someone goes, Bermuda as protect because it's supposed to protect the virginity of everyone who plays that clan. And then they they put a gift of a guy going, got him. And then uh, someone said, classic Link Joker is protect. I want to see the world burn. And then we replied, you're a monster from Shrek. Yeah. so just stuff like that where a lot of the aesthetics of the clan have to do with Boucherud's game design. What were you going to say, Rootbeer? Uh, oh, I was about to move on to, like, Protect you being kind of questionable. Like, now that we've kind of yeah. gone so, through Protect 1. Yeah, l- let me just kind of tee this up here. So, mm-hmm. uh, the <laughs> when they announced... I will say that for your... For the thing you tweeted earlier, I would probably put Bermuda into Excel. That would be gross with all the superior calling they had. I would kill you. Uh, <laughs> I wanted me personally. I wanted Shadow Paladin as Protect, and then I would have swapped uh, 
Neo Nectar and Great Nature to be. I wish you, mm. I wish you want Shadow Paladin Protect. That doesn't make sense. You have a Paladin on each clan. It feeds into Ritual. and Yeah, but it doesn't match the aesthetics, like you said. Well, yes, it does. I put, we, I put, I put we, Genesis into... Well, because well, uh, well, if, if you're trying to split all of your... Uh, you know, like you build up a bunch of stuff and then release it all in one money shot. That kind of makes sense for protect. So, that's what I. That was my opinion anyway. Anyway, so regarding this gift two like thing, um, what was it about six months ago? There, uh, Bouchard was like, "Hey guys, we uh, are giving you a second set of gifts, which we've talked about at length, and uh, we have an episode about it." You can go listen for more details, but back in that episode, we said, man, Protect 2 is the best new gift, and we were so wrong. Um, I think we... <laughs> I think the problem is, like, Protect 2 caught our imagination the most, because it was the most different from its original gift. Which, and I think we might have mistaken being interesting for being good. Because what it does is you... It's something that doesn't go in a hand, but it goes on your rear guard circle. And whatever's on it gets 5,000 power permanently and plus 10,000 shield. Now, what they didn't do was uh, give it intercept, whatever was on there. So you would have to call a grade 2 for that to be useful in any significant capacity. And then on top of that, you had, uh, let's see, you have Aqua Force, which on Glory Maelstrom prevents the opponent from intercepting, right when that's important. You have Narukami, which is a one-card discard to wipe your front row. And uh, you have things like Huda, which can board wipe you before they start attacking. So Protect 2 is just goddamn useless most of the time. Not only yep. that, but like the Protect decks, because drawing, playing a lot of grade 3s is really important, a lot of the Protect decks are playing like 12 to 14 grade 3s. And those cuts have yeah. to come from somewhere, and that usually comes from your grade 2s, because you have more time to find a grade 2 than a grade 1. Mm-hmm. So like... Even if you're playing a clan like even OTT, which plays a fairly low number of grade threes as far as protect goes, plays eleven, and that's because they can find their grade threes very consistently. Like I think in Mega Colony, I have fourteen. Fourteen? Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, I play four Stag, four uh, Gunning Colio, uh, like two Demise and. Th- uh, three Demise, two Antlines, maybe 13, sorry. Oh my god, that's awful. Like, Demise is great, though. Like, I'm not going to cut that guy. Oh, no, I know, I mean, awful in, like, how many grade 3s you're forced to run to do stuff. Yeah, but, like, I like right, Stag is just the best first ride. It's just how it is. The thing about mm-hmm. grade 3s and Protect decks is a lot of grade 3s and Protect decks are, like, legit, like... And I think this is kind of a thing that's in V-Series as a whole... Wraithers are not bad attackers on Rear Guard Circa at all, generally, now anymore. The problem right. is, they don't have Intercept and no Shield <laughs> on Right. Yeah. Uh, so, like, uh, one thing, I like, if when I play Nubatama, uh, this is before a new stuff, like, I would call, like, you know, I think it was you know, Voidmaster, stuff like that, attack with him. Like, that's great and all. But, like, so the mechanic of Nubatama, like, the bouncing and then calling again with Mogatsu Storm, encourages you to use Protect 2. But... Voidmaster is a very good offensive rear guard, very good on the offense as a rear guard, and he also, uh, for a very cheap cost, one counter blast enables your Magatsu Storm to your Magatsu Storm to go off. But like, he can't intercept. Nope, sure can't. But I think Protect Two. Honestly, I think Protect Two was a really like creative and good idea. I think that in a vacuum, 
saying we're just looking at the gifts by themselves. I think Protect 2, like, there's not a huge gap between Protect 2 and everything else. The mm-hmm. problem is, like Atlas said, there's like a bajillion cards that just completely destroys the value of Protect 2 in every single possible way. Because the problem is, like, in, in something like Yu-Gi-Oh, where you can negate the opponent's stuff during their turn, there's not really anything you can do in Vanguard. The opponent can just do what they want until they start attacking. That's where the interaction comes in, which is when you guard. And in, in, in Standard, at least, there's not really any uh, stuff. You're not, like, calling things on the opponent's turn and, like, doing Denial Griffin and things like that. It's all just surviving so you can do your next turn. So... To have your stuff be a little bigger and have a lot of shield, but not anything to do with it, like, there's no way to protect your protectors, so to speak. It would be like Mm -hmm. if the opponent could go, alright, I call Berserk Dragon and I retire the protect gift in your hand. That's basically what it's like. Yeah. I just kind of want to bring this up, because we talked about, you know, if we altered protect one to only cost itself to PG. Mm -hmm. What if we altered, uh, Protect 2 to be a 15k shield in hand. So hmm. how, would, how would that work with your board then? So on ride, you get a you get a gift that's worth 15k shield. Yeah. And that's it? Yeah. So it would I mean, also go to hand. And yeah. Then, yeah. Rather okay. than just but, affecting... But unlike a PG, you don't have to discard a card. It's just 15k in your hand. Okay. Mm. I think I, that would be... I think, I think it would be better than Protect 2 currently. Yeah, it would. But, yeah. It'd be cool if you could, Cause, like... Sorry, go ahead. Well, because I'm going to say, like, the problem right now is, like, neither Protect Gift stands up against the meta. Like, right now, I'll, the top decks, which are, we, in our opinion, Murakumo and Pale Moon, they can make a modest number of attacks at a fairly large size, and, like, Protect 1, you're going to run out of cards if you keep perfect guarding, and Protect 2 either circumvent it or you intercept twice and then what like it doesn't add enough to your defenses to really circumvent the murakumo and pale moon being able to attack you four or five times at large numbers and it's uh, not the just... other top deck also does that uh shadow paladin yeah shadow paladin does that too because force gets the multi-attack now I guess. <laughs> I mean, ha- having four attacks instead of three doesn't seem that bad. Now, having five, five attacks that are all at 40k <laughs> or more, that's a bit of a problem. Would you um, like to see your opponent with four force gifts, like, <laughs> fucking immediately? Ugh. The worst Just part is there's, there's not really a way to permanently get rid of that blaster dart unless you bind it. It's a, it's a problem. Mm-hmm. I'm going to call it back to blaster Oh, hold on. Go on, James. Oh, yeah. Just to kind of add on to the whole protect two, you intercept twice and then you're done kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You're still, like, minusing to do what you're needing to do there. Yeah. And, like, like I said, referenced quite a few times earlier, Silverthorn has a retarded advantage engine. But even though Silverthorn don't exactly have a way to, like, like you know, retire those rear guards, they just completely outvalue you in, like, every single way. Oh, sure. Um, yeah. That that is definitely a thing. Uh, I was also thinking, what if you had? Uh, I want to take you back to our episode when uh, Promise Daughter first came out, and I tried to do a podcast by myself, and that was almost as bad as the God Hand episode. <laughs> but uh, I was talking about how Promise Daughter having protection from Phantom Blaster Dragon made it uh, so that Shadow Paladin was at a major disadvantage. Now that wasn't necessarily true. But uh, 
I think that the Protect 2 gift should have at least either have given some kind of protection to your protector by whatever's on it can't be chosen or something like that. It's 5K, Alice. <laughs> Matt, I'm going to kill you. Uh, <laughs> the other thing was uh, why not just give whatever's on that circle intercept? Why not just add that on? There Was there such a big problem with doing that? I feel like it was an oversight on Bushiroad's part. Like, they legit forgot about it. Because especially, like, when you look at the new Nubutama stuff, I think they're correcting for it right now. Nubutama tokens, I believe they can intercept from the back row. Indeed they can. You are correct. Sir. Yeah, so I, I definitely 100% think that Bushiroad got to add intercepts. Yeah, that would make sense. Um, now the question is, can't they just errata protect two? gifts and leave it at that i think thing with is like erratas are very nasty to deal with mm-hmm. i mean like i don't even want to go into especially big erratas erratas er- 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 like this yeah because yeah, that's uh, game yeah, wide be... that's not uh yeah this is basically uh... rewriting like a major rule which would be they'll... a giant pain in the butt they'll also have to like you know every time someone plays a gift they have to like go through the rule book or whatever or they have to like reprint a bunch of gifts too I mean, mm-hmm. they print gifts with every set. It wouldn't be that hard to just from, you yeah. know, then it, on. It wouldn't It wouldn't be that hard, but this is, like, a problem that kind of happens in Yu-Gi-Oh! when there's, like, a major reprint of a card that was, like, used a lot. It's mostly, like, just getting those into circulation when the when the now incorrect version is everywhere. Us coming up with, like, new Protect 2 effects is mostly just speculative. Like, how what will we do to try and improve Protect? Another thing I was thinking of, like, what if you, it would allow you to intercept without having to retire the thing that's guarding? Like, you intercept with it, and it goes back to the rear guard circle afterwards. Uh, or, or, or what? No, I instead of going to the rear guard circle, what mm-hmm. if it goes to your hand so you have, can like double guard with the same card, but not mm-hmm. the same battle? That would be yeah. Good. That sounds better. That yeah. that should have been Nubatama's thing. <laughs> that would make so much sense. Yeah, that'd be pretty then, cool, actually. I guess my lat. Oh. Uh, go on. Oh, no, no. I was just saying that, that I, I really like the sound uh, of that idea. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I, I like um, Matt's idea of, like, it goes to your hand and you can double guard with it. Mm-hmm. But I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of it, like, just going back to the, the rear guard circle. Because that never ends. Yeah, I think it'd be kind of oppressive because it means, like, oh, man, in order to get a good hit in, I must attack the rear guard first. Mm. Yeah, so, but, you know, the idea of, like, you intercept with something, and instead of losing the card, you kind of get it back. Yeah, but then no one's gonna, no one's mm-hmm. really gonna go for the vanguard first unless they have a giant ass number. They're just gonna hit the rear guard first with a low number, then go for your vanguard. But that's, that's still little... one, one less attack you have to deal with. Yeah, then. but I'm saying mm-hmm. that's a little oppressive for the other side. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about like, like I, I can't hit with any of my low columns until I absolutely attack this rear guard, and that's just like kind of oppressive. That okay. is that is a way to slow the game down. That's true. Which you mentioned but, uh, at the beginning of the episode. That's true. Uh, I just don't know like to what extent that would be. And I think it's mm-hmm. also kind of an unfun mechanic because you don't really get a choice of choosing who you attack. Mm. Or not much of a choice. But yeah. I don't know. I mean, only having like... 10k extra shield isn't that big depending on what you are. Um, like, uh, it, 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 it's but... a, a 15k shield usually is, you know, guards some, most of the smaller attacks. But... Uh, Average for Silverthorn is somewhere between 22 to 30k. So that would legitimately be able to just guard a uh, repeatedly guard a few attacks from Silverthorn. That's good. Mm-hmm. Then. That's a good thing. I'm just, but like I'm just saying, like that's for Silverthorn. 
there are other decks like Excel decks that hit for lower numbers than that, and then it just suddenly becomes like I have to attack this card, and then this card also gets plus five k power because of protect two, and that can stack. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it, it suddenly becomes a little possibly oppressive, but this is all speculative. Okay. Uh... Protect is my favorite like gift, my favorite type of plan to play. But I, I, I'd rather have a fair, fun game than yeah, an uh, overpowered plan. Just kind of throwing ideas out there. Yeah, I like, I like the concept. Like, a way mm-hmm. to guard but not quite lose the card advantage off yeah. of it. Which is why I kind of thought, like, you know, the 15k shield to hand kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but, 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 like, having the ability to also give your rear guard something, too. Uh, something, like, maybe increase the offense a little bit. Could probably, like, make it so the games are slower, but not quite as slow as before. Yeah. Yeah. And then one last bad idea is if Protect 2 was a Denial Griffin instead. Oh, Jesus Christ. What? <laughs> Explain this idea in detail, how it doesn't work. Yeah. No, just let, you know, Protect 2 would be a card that goes into your hand, and then when you place it down, you could, like, counterblast and retire the attacking rear guard, like Denial Griffin. Oh, God. So if, so if, if I play Angel Feather... <laughs> Who can constantly, like, you know, flip their uh, counterblast back up. And I, like, re-rise Zericle, like, two times in a turn, plus my normal ride for that turn. Oh my god. I can gosh. get three <laughs> in my hand. That's, that's my favorite game against Angel Feather, where they, like, ride grade threes and have, like, three protect gifts. And you're like, what the fuck is this? Well, now, now it's not scary anymore. Yeah, no, have, I think have, like, this is a terrible up. idea. It would just be incredibly <laughs> funny if this was a thing. I'm kind of all for the shit posting, honestly. You know, now that I think about it, Zerakil might actually be a design problem for Protect. Oh, do tell. Because, like, whatever you make, like, let's say they make a Protect 3, they have to account for someone possibly sacking Zerakil and doing it, like, getting three gifts in a turn. Yeah. I mean, well, when it was just a perfect guard, then it's not like you're using it that turn. Um, no, but it's still like pretty insane. It's yeah, so no, much tempo. No, that, that it pretty much means like to the force deck or Excel deck, like you're not killing me for like the next three turns. I mean, isn't that the point? So yeah, I mean, it's like it guarantees it. It's not like you have to. Um, you get it right then and there, and then it also just completely sets up for Feather Palace. What if it instead of retiring, it bounced it to the opponent's hand? So that mm. they still get the, they still get their card back, but you're also shutting an attack off that turn. What do you mean you bounce it back to your opponent's hand? Like, you just counterblast one and you return the attacking unit to the opponent's hand. It's Hell no, I wouldn't want it to do that. <laughs> it, would give them, it would give them more guard in their hand, also protects their good rear guards. Uh, yes, but then also it's one less attack you have to deal with if they're going to stand it back up. Or I mean, if but let's, he- take, let's take a look at a deck like Silverthorn, who wants to put all their cards in the soul at the end of the turn anyway. Yeah, so that's one less card that they're putting into their soul. But it just goes to their hand that they can guard with now, too, or just call them the next turn. Now, if all of your finishing things are getting guard restrict and stuff, then that makes a lot more sense, doesn't it? Look, uh, I'm, I'm not saying this is a great what, idea. What's, the, dif- the, what's the, the difference between that and them just going to the soul? The, this I think is, the bouncing <laughs> thing is actually counterproductive. It makes it harder for Protect to actually kill their opponent. This is my, this is my shitpost idea. This is my reply to Rupiers. I'm not saying they should do it. I'm just saying this is a thing they can do. Yeah. Or, like, returning it back to the deck. That would oh. be actually... Cool. That'd be crazy. That'd be disgusting. Oh, what, you're gonna complain about it now, Mr. Huga? <laughs> I mean, yeah. we think Murakumo is disgusting. We play it because it's disgusting. I, mean, have I you called seen that it deck? for the record. Have so you seen that deck? 
Maybe if I could read properly, it'd be okay. I uh, I would have better card evaluation, but I can't read. Like <laughs> I mean, all like all Vanguard players, I'm unable to read. I mean, reading is hard. Yeah. And also, some I I, I just can't believe he made it through his undergrad and his masters. Look, man. Without being able to I read, mean, that, look, that's crazy. <laughs> look, sometimes sometimes I'm like in front of the uh, in front of in front of the in front of the meta, and sometimes I am a little slow. It's all right though. I was wrong. And now, uh, now I've corrected this. Yep. So yeah, protect. They they really got to fix. They should do something though. They mm-hmm. either errata or if they do a third gift, God forbid. Imagine how crazy that would be if every six months they come out with a new gift. So now you gotta keep thinking of you know different strategies and things like what that. What if what if they just come out with a third gift but only for protect? They're like Excel, you don't get one. Force, now you also don't get one. <laughs> just protect three. Well, no, but but the map, they already did that with Protect 2. They gave Excel a gift, they gave uh, Force a gift, and they didn't give Protect a gift. Oh, oh you're right. He I'm did. They, they should come out, call it Protect 2, be like, we forgot to give Protect 1 last time. Here's Protect 2. We apologize, and everyone's like, what? <laughs> or or just or just uh, pull a straight-to-DVD straight to Disney movie, call it Protect 2 and a half. Oh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah, well, That's what we need to do. You're right. Yeah, here's your Lion King one and a half. Enjoy, everybody. Um, I think straight-to-DVD Disney movies should have been illegal. <laughs> they, were, they were all a travesty. I mean, look at this. Aladdin 4. Jafar may need glasses. Like, I don't want to get on with this tangent. It's just all straight-to-DVD. All straight-to-DVD straight Disney movies are terrible. And I'm yeah. sure we're going to get comments about... But I liked insert straight DVD DVD Disney movie. Something something and player I'm like, preference. That's great. I'm glad. I'm glad. Sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, what sucks is I actually think like Meg Colony when I'm playing Meg Colony is like pretty fun. I just know that if the game goes poorly and like I'm mildly unlucky, I just cannot win the game. Same. Like I play Angel for there. I feel the same way. Like I I ride gunning Colio, and then I'm like, all right, I'll activate this skill. And then, like, I'll use the grade one six k to like shove a uh, the grade three guy into soul, like a demise or something. I'm like, whatever, get in there. Yeah. And then, like, the next turn, I'll ride gunning Colio. I have two grade threes in soul, ready to go, and be like, ah, oh, let's see what I mill for his on ride skill. Mill mill like a zero. I'm like, all right, activate his effect. Mill three. I'm like, great. <laughs> everything, everything is going perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, I feel the same way about OTT. Like, I still love OTT, but. The only way to win is if you get lucky and soul charge Sukuyomi right away. But man, yeah. those games are hilarious. Or, You're just or, like, yeah. alright, activate Sukuyomi skill, I'm gonna draw three cards, hold on, let me uh, check my top seven, or whatever, whatever top whatever it is. And then, I'm confusing it in the deer, so please hold. Uh, <laughs> I think but, deer oh, I'm gonna seven. put these two cards on top. Oh, I wonder what they could be. Uh. <laughs> or, worst case, one's not a crit. Like, you only find one crit in there, right? Yeah. You're yeah. like, whatever, other card on top. Play that grade one that you can like draw a card and put a card from your hand on top. Yeah. Yep. You're like, oh look, I have it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah sometimes it's just double crit on grade three. The fuck are they gonna do? <laughs> and then it gives your whole board your front row 10k. Because why the fuck not? Yep. Yeah. It's very annoying <laughs> to deal with. Um, Sukuyomi is great, just really high rolly. Yeah. Which Angel is feathers like just don't play against the meta decks and it's like kind of okay. The meta decks just like shit all over Angel Feather. Yep. I, 
the, the meta, like the three top meta decks, just have so much advantage, yeah. and like can't the, the other clans would have to would need to keep up with that advantage while having ways to defend themselves or like okay, just saying right. We'll get in more detail later, but yeah. Silverthorn yeah. two turns plus thirteen. Yeah. That's a lot. That's yeah. So I think we're running out of steam for Protect. So. I was going to say, this is probably a good point to stop, but we will see you all next week where we will talk about uh, Excel Dominance in our multi-hour meta discussion of Doom. Guys, where can people find you? Find me on Twitter at Wiggums 2 gs 2 zs You can find me at Plasma Eclipse. Uh, I don't do social media, so just talk to these guys. <laughs> I don't. I, I still find that funny. All right, and then you can uh, find me at Atlas Novak on Twitter or Instagram, or you can find this show at Nexus at Night on Twitter or Instagram. Until next time, and I say this ironically because we're going to start recording the next episode immediately after. But I'm Atlas. I'm Matt. I'm Root Beer. I'm James. And have a good night, everybody.